We're always being told about Google and Snapchat and social media, how to make money online. But what about basic life skills? What about the things that we need to survive in the world? We're renting out these rooms. We went in to clean his room out. And when we opened the wardrobe, there was how many bottles? That must have been about 12 or 13. They were filled with... Are New Zealand leading the way and teaching their future generations how to survive? Or are they just letting all those good skills go to waste? Let's find out. Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. Right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian. If you haven't been to our channel before, we're husband and wife. We talk everything New Zealand. We moved to New Zealand 12 years ago. Um, we talk travel, food, wine, stuff, just basic things. stuff. Yeah. Yep. yeah, stuff's a good word to describe yep. our channel. Um, and today we've brought you to a park in New Plymouth called Pukikura mm. Park. And we're going to do a walk around and talk about basic life skills that the rest of the world, well, to be honest, like that generation seem to be losing. Yes. But New Zealand yep. seem to be keeping hold of. So how many have we got? We've got seven and a half basic life skills yep. that New Zealanders are encouraging their youngsters to keep hold of. Yep. So let's take you on a walk and see what they are. So number one life skill that, like I say, people are tending to lose, but here in New Zealand, we're rooting for... No, I can't say rooting. You know, I say root. root. No, stop. Well, you can say root, because root, rooting's not that type of rooting. <laughs> we're rooting for you, New Zealand. <laughs> Basic life skills that seem to still be happening in New Zealand. Number one is basic etiquette. And when I say basic etiquette, I just mean like things that you know you shouldn't do in public, that you just think, oh, that's not really acceptable. You know, like, yeah. so for example, if you go to some countries and they're spitting in the street, and there was one time when we went traveling and there was this person sitting next to us, literally flossing their teeth next to us on the train. He was like, I'm sorry, no, you should know yeah. not to do that. That's there's, not right. Yeah, there's just some things you just don't do, you know? Yeah. yeah. And New Zealand is one of those countries, in case you haven't been before, that you're not going to find people really doing that, are you, Bri? No, I never, no. You just don't really see that sort of thing, do you? No. So can you think of a time that you've been in New Zealand that you've just thought, oh, I don't like that. That's not, that's not good etiquette. Uh, only when you're with some people and they're waking up and things Ooh. in their throats and things, just lots of tradies and things, and you just oh, think... tradies, they don't count. They're all yeah. animals. Well, that's it. <laughs> I know, but it's just like there's some things. Go. No, but yeah. That's etiquette though, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is. You know, it's just teaching basic manners, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I would just want to tell you this story. Brian's like, no, don't tell that story. That's just disgusting. But I've got to tell you this because this is just to give you an example. You know how I like to tell stories. Oh, it smells so nice. Can you smell that? Yeah, it is. We're in Pukekoda Park in New Plymouth. And honestly, it, all that it's just spring is just blossoming. Oh, you know, spring is just blooming. blooming yes. Yeah. And all the trees, all the magnolia trees are just coming out. It looks so, so beautiful. And the smell is just gorgeous. So... Try not to get out of breath. We're ever so fit, aren't we, Brian? Yeah, well, we are. You just slow down to a crawl, please. We're going too fast. Or should we just, like, do fairy footsteps or something? No, I know, but literally, I'm going to have a heart attack. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to come up a little tiny slope. Good job we're not in that hill, hill in uh, 
in Wellington or wherever it was. Okay, just move along quietly then. All right. Hi. Hello. Hi. So we were renting our house. No, so we were living in England. This yep. is like going back years ago. What, about, about 1991? 90, 90, 90, 93, something like 93. that. 93. And we had our first house. And because we needed money, we bought this house, uh, two up, two down. And we, because we needed money, we were renting out the rooms. So there were three bedrooms upstairs, wasn't there? Yeah, it was just a, a typical Victorian um, terraced house. Yeah. We rented out these rooms for like £25 a week or something. We rented it out to this guy and he seemed really nice. He was a chef in the, in the town of Newquay. Oh, I hope he doesn't listen to this. Oh, anyway, so he was, um, <laughs> we've got your number, John Lee. Oh, I shouldn't have said it. Just cut that out. <laughs> we were renting this room out to him and he was ever so quiet and he kept himself to himself. But every night we could hear this funny noise coming from his room. And it was like, um, well, you, you say what noise it was. Well, it's a, it was nail clipping sounds, wasn't it? It was like a click, click, click. You know, when you, sound of, when you clipping your nails, wasn't it? Yeah, but constantly, like, yeah. not just a little bit. Now, granted, you know, we were outside like this. Ooh, what's going on? But he'd actually there? taken my nail clipper out of the bathroom and it was just like, you know, how many nails have you got? Yeah. We've only you got know? 10 toenails. What are you doing in there? Yeah. Um, bearing in mind, like, this is before we had kids. We had nothing else to occupy our time except to stand outside lodgers' rooms, nosy parkering to hear what they were doing. Anyway, so, he, he like I say, he kept to himself to himself. He stayed there the whole summer. And then at the end of the summer, Newquay is like a tourist town. At the end of the summer, he went um, back home. We went in to clean his room out. And when we opened the wardrobe, there was how many bottles? That must have been about... 12 or 13 big uh, Fanta bottles. Or well, they were actually Tango, which is like Fanta. Yeah. Like an orange um, lemonade, not lemonade, no, fizz, fizzy drink. They were filled with we. Yes. Every single one. There must have been about, how many would you say? No. 50? No, not 50. There was. There was a dozen, two dozen maybe, Max, but. I don't know. But there was a lot and it filled up the whole of the wardrobe full. And we had to take those. Can you imagine? £25 a week we were charging for this. It wasn't worth it. it was no. like, we only made about £500 £500 for the whole summer. That's basic etiquette. You do not rent a room and think, yeah. I know, I'm going to wean someone's, I'm going to wean all these fans bottles and then I'm going to stuff it in their wardrobe. Very weird. It was. It, is, it was unbelievable. It? it was just like, what the friggin' hell? What is that? And not only that, he actually even took a few out that couldn't fit in the wardrobe and put them out by the garage at the back. <laughs> and the neighbours were saying, oh, we saw a load of bottles outside. What was in them? I know. And yeah, because where are you supposed to pour that? It certainly wasn't Tango. No, it wasn't. Yeah. And you might be thinking, well, how did we know it was we? But, uh, you oh, know. It was, because I, yeah. Brian's I, a plumber. I, yeah, he knows these, know things. these things. Yeah. yeah. Just be careful, because we're going down a little steep path. Right, number two. I'm going to admit it. Just, oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, go on, sorry, go on. Oh, the other one was um, why we were talking about that. We had someone else staying with us that summer and he didn't used to use the toilet brush, did he, Liz? <laughs> so why don't you just elaborate no, on that and I'm just let us, that story. And let us know about the toilet no. brush? No? No. 
All right. But Liz did pop a little note under his door telling him to use the toilet brush. Yes, well, why shouldn't I? The fact is, if you, again, that's basic etiquette still skills, yeah. isn't it? You, the other guy was renting. Yeah. And yeah, like Brian said, yes, he made a mess every That's time it. he went to the bathroom. Don't need, like, need them skid marks in the toilet who then. Do, who do you think is going to clean up after you? Learn it. Anyway, so that's what New Zealanders should be teaching their children. <laughs> Anybody should be teaching their children. Basic etiquette yes, skills. Cleaning. Right, number two, how to fix a flat tyre. Do you know how to fix a flat tyre? Well, obviously, yes. I yeah, I, I grew up and don't forget, my first car would have been in the late 1970s. and t We used to have remolds. So remolds used to blow out quite regularly when uh, you were driving around, especially being a teenager because that's all I could afford. Do you think New Zealand mums and dads are teaching their children how to change a tyre, Brian? I don't think so, no, because they really? just think it's cheaper and easier just to get them on the AA, you know? So if they, if they break down, um, just call the AA and he'll come out and fix it. Oh, we're going down a lovely little wooded area now, just full of ferns and green leaves and beautifulness and it's all like all the little pine needles on the floor and it just smells so gorgeous if you've never been to this park make sure you come yeah so yeah changing a tire have we ever had a look i'm going to be totally honest here but i yeah you think you know everything about everything and yet you've never ever taken the time to say to me liz let me show you how to change oh, you a know why because you just say every time i say to you and i don't know what it is you just say i don't care <laughs> I've never had a flat tire. I'm never going to have one. Have you one. taught the children though, Brian? Yeah, but right. you, you... That's all we need to know. You, you can remember when you were in town and you drove over a, like a raised... It was a pothole around a manhole and you... In New Zealand? Yes. And you, you just absolutely destroyed the tire on the car and then drove all the way home and wrecked the, wrecked the wheel rim yeah. as well. Yeah. Remember? What's your point? <laughs> What's well, your point? But it was a $500 wheel yeah. rim. That you destroyed because you didn't pull over and change the tire. Because I don't know how to, you Brian. Go, so, You've never taught me. Well, it's not for me. It was your dad who should have My taught you. My dad didn't teach me. He was busy other doing other doing things, things at that time. <laughs> but what we're trying to say is, don't use me as an example. I think New Zealanders, they do know how to... We're going to talk about this in detail. Oh, God, it's gone white out. But I think they do know how to fix things. They've still got that fix-it... Fix your tyre attitude, haven't they, Brian? Of course they have. Okay, number yeah. two and a half. <laughs> because this is like a little weenie one that we thought we'd split it, uh, stick in there. Communication skills. Basic communication skills. This is a life skill that you've got to know. Like, you know, you just... Hey, don't worry. Keep going. <laughs> there you go. Basic communication skills. Just coming past you and going, yeah. hi, you know, yeah, you've just, just witnessed it in New Zealand. There you go. Yeah, there you go, yeah. You know what someone said on the comments, Brian? They're American and they said, this is so sad. They said, we don't, this lady said, I don't say, well, in America, I don't like, people don't oh, spit it out, Liz, come, come on. on. Bloody hell. Lady. Okay, I don't like saying hello to people in case I offend them. They get offended. In what, uh, what as in? I don't know, that's all she said. If She's, you're going to, what, they have to talk back to you, you mean? I don't know. Jeez. It's just like, in America, you don't want to say hello to people in case they, you offend them. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. American people, maybe you could just speak out about this. Yeah, and... I mean, it's not a generalisation. It's where she lives, isn't no, it? No, this lady, like, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I don't know not... where she lives, but it's, yeah. I must admit, when we were in America, I didn't find that to be the case, did you? No. We were always going around saying hello to yeah, people. Yeah, howdy, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, in New Zealand, I've talked about this before. Go and watch the video I did with Jen from A Thousand Words about raising New Zealand kids. They really promote speaking out as kids. They don't yep. 
they're not afraid to speak out, these kids in New I Zealand. I think that's one of the things that Sonny said once on a podcast, wasn't it? Um, it was when he went to school, he was actually allowed to talk to the teacher. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and not shut up there with your arms folded and be quiet. No, not at all. They're not, yeah. you know, they're, al- they're not allowed to speak. But, well, yeah, basically, they're allowed, they're encouraged is the word. Yeah, and they're, they're encouraged to public speak as well. Yeah. So, you know, you get up and you talk about what you did at the weekend and things like yeah. that, which, you know, we n- I never did at school. I mean, apart from reading the Lord's well, no Prayer out because I went to a Methodist school. Read the Lord's Prayer out once every six weeks because it was your turn. That was about it. You were never at school anyway. You were always at home eating your tomato no. soup, watching the Scouses, daytime TV. Scousers didn't stay at school. They didn't have to. <laughs> so, yeah, communication skills, just those basic skills of being able to say, hello, you know, how are you today? Just yep. don't hey. lose that. Didn't yep. say hello. No, they said hello last time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number three, how to clean up and make your bed. A basic life skill that, you know, yep. I hope we're not losing it because... We don't want yeah, messy houses. True. Yeah, I mean, most teenage rooms that you go in are just a bomb site, aren't oh they? Oh my god, they maybe really we are. should maybe we should do a a, a, spa, a pan of Sunny and Tessa's room. <laughs> no way, are we letting our kids lose this skill? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just I remember when, and this is a funny thing. I remember when I was 16, 15, 16 years old, and my dad one night he said right, I'm going to teach you lazy kids how to wash up properly. And we were all still in the kitchen, me, my brother and my sisters crying our eyes. Oh, we know how to do it, Dad. And he's like, no, you don't. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. And we all had to stand there. I mean, this is a bit excessive. I wouldn't recommend this. But we all had to stand there and watch while he cleans the fork, cleaned the knife, cleaned round the cup. And he's like, this is how you do it. Thinking back now, that poor man must have just been at his wit's end. He probably just thought... He probably was. Three lazy little sods living in Newquay. (laughs) Living up and listening to people's... through people's doors. But, yeah, it's just that basic skill, isn't it, of... Yeah, but if you don't don't teach your kids and, and, you know, if if you don't show them those things, they never do it. Mm. And then it's too late almost, like, you know, and then it's like they struggle when they leave. But I tell you what, Brian, like you said about the car... Say yep. that. What? I mean, about Tessa and her car, you know? They're like, they're, their rooms are oh, like Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. It's like... Should we go down this way? Or no, because it it's too, too, too time. We just keep up where we're going. The, um... Yeah, it's... But they're teenagers, so. Yeah, but they're teenagers. But their room, they can let it get a mess and, you know, they won't clean up half themselves, but if they buy a car, <laughs> oh, my God. It's, they're out there, they're scrubbing yeah. it, they're cleaning it, they're vacuuming it out, they're polishing it out, they're cleaning the windows... And it's just like it's this pristine little place. Mm. And you go in there and you, you say, right, let's go for a drive test. And you do it on purpose. You're like, take a Cadbury's flake with you. <laughs> and then start to open it. And she has a, a heart attack. Are you going down here? Are you sure? Because it's quite crunchy. Yeah, well, it's nothing Brian's, much you can do. It's Brian's that, that paranoid the about road, the crunchy noise. We yeah. should have put those slipper things on our feet, Brian. You know, like you have to wear yeah, in the hospital Yeah, but our microphones sometimes. are facing upwards. So, you know, we're, we're out having a walk and it's a gravel path. So there's not much you can do, is there? Number four, how to survive with electricity. Now. Without electricity. Without electricity. Not with electricity. Is that what I said? Yeah. (laughs) How to survive without electricity. Everyone needs to know that. Yeah. Especially if you live in Tadanaki like us and we're always having a power cut. We get lots of high winds here and uh, rain, which just like rains for Africa and it just pours and blows transformers up and takes power down, you know. So, what do, we, do you remember, Brian, when we had that power cut and you were really, really jealous because next door I've got this really... John. Uh, Brian. What? Next door I've got this really flash 
yeah. generator. And Brian's like, oh, there's no need for that. That's far too big. That's excessive. Yeah, but it, it makes... You were, just, you were just jealous. It does, but it it, it, it it makes the peacefulness of a power cut no. into... No, you were just jealous, The generator's Brian. on, yeah. Well, I did, do the, I did do the gas supply to his generator because it runs off LPG. But, yeah. you know, like when you have a power cut, you've got to know, haven't you? You've got to think, right, okay, uh, you, what can it, I do? How can I... Yeah, especially rural because... If you lose power, you lose water as well because your pump goes down. Unless you're running off a tank in the roof or a tank up on the hill, yeah. then you know if you if you're pulling out of a well or a uh, you know a tank or whatever it is, you lose water, so you can't even flush the toilet. No, no. no? I love it when there's a. I actually love it when there's a power cut because all the internet goes off. So it's yep. just like you get the kids back. You know, it's like oh, we can actually sit and talk. Talk. I'm going to tell you a story in a minute. Yep. I, you can actually sit and talk. And I loved it that time when, because we've got a wood burner and we lit the wood burner and we, I got a pan of water and I put it on top of the wood burner. This is me surviving without electricity. Yep. And I made us a cup of tea. Yep. <laughs> like, and that's it. Yeah. As long as we can have tea, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I mean, normally when we get storms and stuff, I, I normally make sure that, you know, I fill up a big, big pan and put it on the you know, on the, the kitchen worktop, so at least we can, we've got some water. Yeah. Um, you know, because you know it's not going to be for more than normally 24 hours, like, you know. I was just um, telling you, oh, go on. But go we on. do have a generator and stuff, but that's it's not just, as big as John's. No, no. Yours is no. a rubbish generator, my, 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 struggle, You failed us as a family. It struggles to run the pump. <laughs> 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 just to wrap the fridges and that's it. Do you know what is it when there's a power cut? That you walk into the bathroom and you turn the light on. I know. I and you just look at yourself and think, are you thick? Do you know why I would have loved to live in the days, Bri, when it was candlelight, like in old, you know, like Henry VIII's days? Because everyone just looked so beautiful. You couldn't really see anyone. That's why they all had all those wives, yeah, because it's it. like, I can't see what you really look like, but yeah. I think you're quite pretty. Yeah. So <laughs> it'd be great, wouldn't it? Just, it. just never see them in the daytime. Just yeah. always look at them at night in candlelight. Right, here's one yeah. for you, Bri. You're going to really love this one. Number five, life skill. How to unblock a toilet or unblock a sink yeah okay yeah. do you know how to do that well obviously because I, I i you know i've installed plenty of toilets and things but would but... you say the new zealanders know how to do that right uh well and have you taught the children it well first of no. all do new zealanders know how to do it the people that you've met do you think they'll be capable of unblocking a toilet well no because you get called saying the toilet's blocked really yeah and so you'd have to go out and just you know you'd take your uh do you know the best thing to unblock a toilet is just a string mop. You don't need a fancy plunger because your plunger doesn't really fit. It's not very nice, though, it's is not, it? No, it's not very nice to do, but the fact is you just give it a damn good plunge with a string mop. Does that work? It just goes flying down, yeah. What a fantastic person you are to there come on go. this channel hmm. and tell people how, how to, to unblock a toilet. toilet. No, yeah. but Brian, that's it's really It's a drama, handy. you see. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Life's little dramas. We talk about New Zealand travel, unblocking toilets. The toilet. <laughs> but your story basically of unblocking, uh, well, when you went to house it in someone's flash house over in Napier. Yeah. Let's go for a walk around the... Uh... Will it be too bright? No, we'll stay on the stage. This is where they do Christmas in the bowl, isn't it? Yeah. No, because that's not true by... Because, I don't mean about the Christmas in the bowl, but that's oh. not true about the house sit in Napier. So basically what it was is we were... Me and Tess had gone to house sit in Napier and this was a flash house. Yeah. It was such a nice couple. It was a lovely house. And if you're watching this, I'm sincerely sorry for what I did. Um, <laughs> because we were making eggs and they had a... What's that thing Waste called? Waste disposal. Waste disposal. And I was making some eggs and I thought, oh... I don't know why I did that, but I was like, I'll just put the eggshells down the waste disposal. Mm. Oh, look, here we are. Yeah. 
Here we are, mate. So this just, is the state. This, oh, look how icky it is. There you go. We should have just done the whole show in here. I know. Look at that. This is the uh, this is where the this is the bowl of Brooklyn. So Famous is, people yeah. have been on so here, haven't they? Yeah, right? Fleetwood Mac and all sorts of people keep turning around, so you can kind of you, know, you can't really see it because it's too bright behind, doesn't it? But I'll do a I'll do a pen round afterwards. Who but, else has been? We've, we've seen a lot of. Oh, did we uh, see John Mayer? No, John Mayer didn't come here, but um, three tenors. No, not three tenors. What are those? What's well, they, the, they are, but the, the, the New Zealand version. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember their name. I'm really sorry because you're yeah. fantastic and I can't remember. Solomio or something like that. Solomio, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah they, they, no, they, lot, lots of famous people have been. Joe Cocker was here once and uh, oh, just uh, loads of people. Yeah. Big, big, big bands at one time used to come to New Plymouth, but not so much anymore. Whitney Houston was supposed to play here. Oh, I'd love to see Whitney. Yeah. Yeah. I can't now, but yeah, no, I would. Have, I would, I would I, yeah, I just had to think then if she's still yeah. alive. But yeah, no. I would have loved to see him. No, that's why she never played here. Yeah, yeah. and um, like like we said earlier, they Christmas at the Bowl. They they do this big con. It's just lovely, big concert. Everyone's here with candles yeah. and picnics. It's the best best thing happening in New Plymouth <laughs> at Christmas. You've got to come here. Yeah, it's just gorgeous. It really is. lovely. Yeah, it's an amazing place. You can see. I'll just I'll just show you a pen round. This is the stage that we're in here. You can just about see it there. You can see it, then out to the, and that's the bowl in the background. There we go. Like. So yeah, back to the story about Napier. So that I was cooking eggs, and I put all the waste, the, the shell things down the incinerator. Yeah, like shells don't really float, do they? No. And it just started overflowing, and the kitchen they had this gorgeous like wooden worktop, and it was like really posh, and everything you know, like one of these kitchens that nothing is out of place. And all of a sudden, all this it just went, and it just like gurgling up out the sink. I was like, oh my god, no! So I was getting all these details, but Brian. Yes. I went down to the garage yep. and I found a plunger that down yep. there and I, I, I knew how knew what to do. I'm not stupid. Yep. I was like, right, this is what you do. But I kept doing it and doing it and it was just getting worse. It was almost like it was sucking it out, Bri. Yeah. You know? But the, the thing is, is because you're probably on a double sink and there'd be one one U-trap uh, and everything would have been in the U-trap. And so when you plunge it, it just comes out the other sink, like, you know? Yeah, and I felt so bad because I had to... Well, first of all, I phoned Brian. Um, I watched I do and he was trying to talk me through it. And he was like, OK, do this, do that. That didn't work. So then I phoned the guy because... Oh, no, he was in Australia. That was it, visiting his sister or something. Yeah. And I had to send him a message and just say, I'm really sorry, but what should we do? Because we've, um, we've blocked your sink up. And then he called a plumber out and a plumber came and yeah and fixed yeah. it all and I was talking to the plumber I was like how much are you going to charge for this and he's like oh for $150 like, oh no you know these poor people have yeah. <laughs> house sat and thought oh it's not going to cost us anything to get the dog looked after and then they come home to that bill so mm. but I think but general New Zealand people do know how to unblock things and yeah yeah fix things yeah when you say people called you out to unblock their toilet Bri yep. what sort of people uh, normally in a rental, so because obviously they're not paying for it, the landlord is, and the sink's blocked, the toilet's blocked, so it's just like, you know, the house is unlivable, isn't it? If you're in, a, in what they call it, insanitary, so you know, you can't keep on. Would living you ever there. get an older person call you out and saying, "I don't know how to"? Lots, lots of people do. No, but I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, is it like a younger thing that they don't no, know how just, to do it? it? No, it's just. Oh, right. I, I think a lot of the time is if it's their own house, they will try and do it themselves, but they get to a point. It's mainly like workplaces. I remember having to go into a lawyer's because they had a blocked toilet. Mm. And they might know how happened. to get you out of a sticky situation in the law, but they don't yes. know about a string mop, do they, Brian? No, they don't. Silly them. That's what and I And that's say. what I did. It was in like a cleaner's cupboard and I just saw the big mop there in the corner 
and just went straight in, bump, big quick plunge, 20 seconds, it was away and gone. You wash, the, wash it out and charge them $200. Thank you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I've, yeah, okay, should we go Where there's mock, there's brass. Yeah. No, keep going through keep here because it'll way. be too bright. All right, then, Brian, number six. This is a funny one. Well, not funny, but, you know, yep. as in weird. Basic uh, backing up files. I didn't really look at that as a, a lost way of doing things. You know, it's it's um, it's a bit of a funny one, isn't it? I, I suppose because I've always been into computers and things like that for a long time, for sort of the last 30 years, um, you know, you just it just becomes natural. But I suppose... If I was to say to Tessa, back up all those files that you've used for school, she'd just look at me in a funny way, wouldn't yeah. she? Do you know how to... You, you, so you know how to back up files, but yeah. hand on heart, Brian. Should we go through that nice broken no, sun there? No, um, because we've yes. been down that bit and... Well, it's nicer. Um, right. Hand on heart... Sorry, Barry, if my shirt's not quite right, but I hope... Barry? Who's Barry? <laughs> Barry said that it was driving me... driving him mad the last <laughs> walk because my shirt was all crooked. Um, yeah, so I just caught a glimpse of the picture in my... Anyway... So backing up files, I wouldn't know how to do that, but it's important that you do. Is that what you're saying? Well, it, it is if they're important stuff because, again, like YouTube files and things like that. So where are we going now? Going up there. Well, we've been up there. All right, well, you choose then. Everywhere I'm saying you're like, no, no, we've been up there, so you choose. Well, let's go down the road oh. that, down that way because that takes oh, us look, down. Oh, look, we're going in the way that you wanted to go. There we go, you see. See, you all think yes. I'm bossy and, oh, this, Liz, where's the pants? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, yep. I'm the one holding the camera. <laughs> At the end of the day, we have to do what Bri wants to do. Just don't ever forget that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so backing up files. Yeah, no, what I'm saying about yeah. this is I think it's important that we teach the coming generation. I mean, I know we're the younger generation at the moment, yeah. like, you know, obviously, because we're yeah, still young. That's it, yeah. But those little whippersnappers coming up should know how to, everyone really should know how to back up files, shouldn't they? Brian? Well, they should. And a lot of people just think, I don't even know what you're talking about, you know, because it's like, well, what am I backing up? And what what you back it up to? It's all those sort of things, isn't it? Like, you know, do you back it up to a hard drive or do you back it up to the cloud or do you back, where, where do you back these things up? I don't up? know. I don't know. Yeah. But I'll tell you one thing. What? Do you know what really impresses me? Like with your dad, for instance, he's 80 odd. Yeah. And he can work that computer and all yeah, that no, stuff he can, yeah. like a whiz. That's because I taught him how to do it, which is weird, isn't well, it? Well, why haven't you taught the kids then? Well, why do you haven't know you what? taught me how to back well, up my files? Because I, well, suddenly I did. I, I showed him the, the correct file system to use for... Um, when he's doing his uh, uh, photo editing oh. and video editing. And he just said, oh, my goodness, it makes it so much easier and how you back it up and how you just structure it. So, yeah. but, and all those things, isn't I it? think it's really important as well for, that, for, for our generation and upwards to just keep learning those new skills where it comes to technology, yes. doesn't, yes, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it is. You know, because otherwise you do feel like you're getting left behind and there's nothing worse than having to ask the kids... I was really proud of someone the other day, you know. I'm not going to mention his name, but he joined our private New Zealand. We've got a membership group for people who are moving to New Zealand and they want to, you know, just how you've heard us talk about that before. They want to know what it's like. And it's basically a little community that we've created. If you dream of moving to New Zealand, then you are going to love what I'm about to share with you. 12 years ago, when me and Bri emigrated to New Zealand, we were scouring the internet trying to find any information that we could about what our life would be like when we got here. And basically all we had was YouTube. So we made this vow. We said, when we get to New Zealand, we're going to create something that we can share with others that answers those questions that you're so desperate to know about. Like, what is your life going to be like when you get here? And that's what I'm here to offer you today. 
We have created a five-day free, absolutely free video guide that shows you what it's really like to live in New Zealand. This stuff is unique and it is fabulous. You are not going to find it anywhere else on the internet. And like I say, it's absolutely free. You'll be sent a video every day for five days and you will know what it's like in New Zealand. So if you are interested, head over to my blog, which is www.itsadrama.com slash I love NZ. You are going to love it. I was really proud of someone the other day, you know. I'm not going to mention his name, but he joined our private New Zealand. We've got a membership group for people who are moving to New Zealand and they want to, you know, just how you, you've heard us talk about that before. They yep. want to know what it's like. And it's basically a little community that we've created, yep. like-minded people. And one guy, he's nearly 80 and he's a Kiwi and he's living in America and he wants to come back to New Zealand. And I think he's been living in New Ze- uh, America for... I don't know, something like 50 years or something like that. He's been there a long, long time. And he contacted me and said, look, you know, I'd like to join your group, but I don't know anything about social media. I'm not on it. And I was thinking, oh, no, you know, I really want to help you. But without knowing that stuff, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. Because it's too hard to keep communicating through email. No one does that now, do they? No, no, they don't. And so I emailed him and I said, look, you know, Brian will Zoom call you. I didn't tell you this, by the way. I said, Brian, I'll Zoom call you and walk you through it. Yeah, but you would have done, wouldn't you? I would have done, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and then the next day, he was on the group, he was on the Slack chat. Oh, right. Yeah. And I was so proud. And I was just like, yeah. yes, you know, you figured it out yeah. or you've got someone to yeah, show you. Yeah, we did you. do a little video for that, didn't we? But it's so much easier when someone just walks you through it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's so much easier when you can just show someone on a phone or I know. on a computer and not over the phone. Like and it's either. one of those things with technology. I know we're veering off topic here, but it's one of those things with technology it seems so scary and it seems so that like that with backing up files I just think yeah. oh I, I, you know because you do all that stuff but actually when you've when you've done it it's like what's I worried about yeah, but it's, you just stand on this lovely bridge by? again because it saves it all for you you know yeah sorry yeah. to interrupt I was really conscious of our last walk I thought oh Liz you keep interrupting Naughty Liz, yes. stop interrupting Brian. Yes, about etiquette I think take the pants off and give them back to Brian Liz <laughs> <laughs> Right, we staying here? I don't know. Where do you, yeah, I just you... like it because look at the light. It's just right. lovely. And we're on this gorgeous bridge. Yep. This is like a very popular place to have your photo taken in New Plymouth. If yep. you can listen to how quiet it is as well. I know, it's gorgeous. Isn't in it? the middle of the city, it's just so beautiful. It's just yeah. from, such a gorgeous cover, you, hear all the, you hear all the birds. You can hear the two E's in the background, can't you? Yeah, it's just really yeah. nice. Number seven of a life skill that really stands out in New Zealand, in particular, that I don't think people should lose is basic sewing and fixing skills yep yep which is true because you know people are, are in a let's we'll move over to this lady yep. come by we, we're in a a society that basically doesn't really fix things are you doing that and you know if you've got a hole in your your socks or your t-shirt you just throw them away and that's the end of them isn't it like you mm. know you, you just don't bother fixing things because it's a disposable society and 
you know, that's what you find with New Zealand, that they still fix things. Like, yeah, you know? they do. And, and they it's do. like they, they want to get their most out of it because it's cost them a lot of money to buy these things, you know. And even if it's a $20 T-shirt and you've got a tiny hole in it, and it, oh, what will it look like? Yeah, but you can use it for a work shirt and sew it up and mm. stuff like that. You know, whatever it is that you're, you know, doing, like, you know. Yeah. But you know? in saying that, and this is what I wanted to talk about, is in New Zealand, and I'm not saying, like, oh, New Zealand, you know, is the only country in the world that does this stuff. But yeah. because we live in New Zealand, we're sort of like giving you our, you know, a view yeah, but, of it. Yeah, but you know notice it more in a country like this especially fixing things but just sewing things yeah it's, yeah it, it's it, well what i was gonna say it's, is it's been lost isn't it, it well, here, no no i don't think it's been lost here what i notice is it's now fashionable to they turn up at these like tessa she's 17 and they turn up at like she's in a show and she's sitting at rehearsals doing her knitting like you know it's yeah. fashionable to knit a scarf again and like yeah. fix secondhand clothes and get into all that um what's the word there's a name for it isn't there not retro what is it when they use you know, like, um, oh, vintage. vintage you know, like yeah. when they get old clothes and yeah. make it look, you know, they're like, oh, have you seen this leather jacket? And I was like, yes, mm. actually, we had one yeah. of those in yeah. the 1980s. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> get it off. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so... I, I just think, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm fixing things, is... you know, like I, I've said I've said before, things, you know, like say you've got a flash car and it's got this super-duper exhaust system on it. You know, I can take it down to the local exhaust guy uh, Taranaki title, Craig, and he'll bend you up a new piece of exhaust, you know, and put a different box on it or something like that. But those skills are lost. You know, in all the time I lived in England, you know, you had to order a piece of exhaust and it would take, you know, a week to get to down in Cornwall and then they, then, then they would fit it for you. Yeah, so he'd but, fit it on the day, you know? Yeah, but Brian, I did, I wanna, I'm going to stick up for England now because yep. when we were travelling... Um... How you doing? Hello. When we were travelling and we went down to Cornwall, and we've told you the story we bought before, we bought a Range Rover, it was a junk pile of junk, and we needed mm. something fixing on it. And we went to that guy, do you remember, in the car park in Newquay? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, in, in St Morgan. Yeah. And it was, he was at the back of his house in a car park, and he was yep. so nice, and we were like, oh, you know, we've, he was like looking at the Range Rover, and he's like, oh, you know, you could... And we said, oh, it needs fixing. And he said, oh, bring it to me. I'll do it. He was so nice. Yeah, so was that's an example. Yeah, he it, did that. It was what it was is the, um, it was on the front. Uh, how are you doing? It was on the front disc brake of the car. The, the shield had, uh, had uh, rusted off or something on it. Yeah. And, um, you know, he, he took the wheel off, took the hub off. Yeah, uh, and, you he know, did. Everything off and, uh, you know, took the, the disc off it and things like that. The, the rotor, as you call it here. And, um, you know, just... Put, fitted the thing back on with a couple yeah. of washers and a couple of new screws. So I just wanted went. to stick up for, yes. for, so they, for Cornwall there. Yeah, cool, yeah but that was, uh, you know, and what did he charge? 20, 20 quid oh, or something. Was, he didn't even so want to cheap. charge it. It yeah. was just so nice, you know. It was it was great to see. You know, that, that was great to see that sort of, that's what New Zealand is like though. It is. It's like that yeah. part of Cornwall. You know, when people say to me, oh, it's, it's different. It's like, well, in Cornwall, you felt a bit cut off at times because, you know, the delivery systems weren't great. So you ended up fixing things. Yeah. That's what you did. Like, and you know? I think that's what New Zealand is on a whole, isn't it? Like they were waiting for the ship to come in, weren't they? You know, with all the spare parts. So let's mm. make our own parts, like, you know, mm. and things like that. Yeah. You know, it's like the Crocs tool in plumbing. Anyway, yeah. so. Anyway. So that's that then, isn't it, Brian? Yeah, yeah we won't get talking about plumbing again. <laughs> we talk about travel. We talk about yeah. New Zealand. We talk about plumbing. plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> just do a plumbing channel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we hope you've enjoyed your walk in Pukikota Park yes. in Tadanaki, yep. New Plymouth. Uh, like I say, if you've never been here before, come look at it. it I look, yeah. I'm looking at it in the phone and I'm looking and that yeah, looks like, like Jurassic Park. It looks like something out of Jurassic Park, it does. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because these are all the, uh, the, 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 tree, the tree ferns, ferns. and the pongas. The pongas, and, yeah. 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 No, they're just amazing. You see them up here in the, in the background. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. absolutely gorgeous. Right, we're going to go now because yep. time to go. Hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah, might have been a bit of a ramble, but I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. don't say what you normally say about being dead if they don't subscribe. That's yeah. a good don't one. Don't forget Matt. if you don't subscribe, we won't be here anymore because we'll just fall off YouTube, and that's it. Just fall yeah. off this red bridge, just, never to be like, seen Bye. again. <laughs> okay, take care. We'll take see care. you next time. Here, guys, stay strong. Don't forget to subscribe. See you soon. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. We have loved having you here. If you guys could subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. That would be absolutely amazing. And make sure to share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to hop over to the blog, find one of the little boxes that ask you to drop your email. I will send you a newsletter every week letting you know when we have released our new podcast. That will go straight into your (laughs) inbox. So it's www.com. It's a drama.com. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day, and we will see you next week for another podcast. Look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.